Welcome to the Gatecast. Presented by Alan and Mike. This week, a Sequest bonus show. Hello, good evening and welcome and happy holidays, whatever sort of holidays this is, be it summer or the, uh, what I have come as an atheist to refer to as the annual gift-giving period. And welcome to a Gatecast bonus episode, which may or may not have a number depending upon the mood of the all-editing and the almighty editor, Mike. Good afternoon, good evening everybody. Yeah. At this time, I have no idea what number this will be, because we're just recording the bonus episodes as and when. This is nuts! Okay, just to interject, this will be Gatecast bonus episode number nine. I imagine my father to be like you, only with a brain. Tonight's bonus episode will be Sequest, and we have a guest. Welcome, Thomas. Hello once again, everyone. Good to be back. Now, if I recall correctly, it was you that brought this episode to us, wasn't it? I believe so. I think I mentioned on the Facebook group when I was watching the entire series. That's right. And IMDB and go, ooh, there's a Deloise. Ooh, there's another Deloise. Ooh, <laughs> there's three or four Deloises. <laughs> so we really had to do this episode, didn't we? Yeah. Yes. Does it include Orgo? It does have Dom on it. Oh, dear. And before I forget, uh, yesterday I tweeted that I was watching an episode of Sequest. And if anybody could guess which it was, I'd give him a shout-out. And Angela did. So congratulations to her. She was surprised as well, because she said that was the one episode she'd like to watch again. Point of interest, which captain? Bridger. I really wanted the actor name. It's been a good 14 years since I've seen Sequest. My memory doesn't go back that far. Shida. Thank you. You know, I consider it highly ironic that at no point in the entire Sequest series, to the best of my knowledge, did he actually say, we're going to need a bigger boat. That would have been just embarrassing, wouldn't it? You know, if the writers did that. <laughs> I was going to say, if I recall, Sequest was a pretty good-sized boat as it was. They had a yeah. a maglev, you know, one into the other, so... And a talking dolphin, which always felt a bit Disney to me. One of the bits of Sequest I liked was the fact that in the, like, 15-second end credit sequence, the guy from the Woods Hall Oceanographic Institute not only got the name of the thing and his own name in, but a little marine factoid... By speaking very, very quickly, but extremely precisely. Oh, yeah, Bob Ballard. Yeah. Oh, better than Bob Bobby. <laughs> yeah, he only, I think he only appeared in the first season. Yeah, I think second season they started cast doing, then third season was just out there. Yeah. So was Sequest 2049, that was Ironside, wasn't it? That's the third season, that's Michael Ironside, yes. We're supposedly frozen for X number of years. Yeah, it was 10, 15, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's not silly at all. After the first season, when they went to an alien planet and fought a war and just came back, you know. <laughs> How'd you beat that? Well, hang on. We had a talking dolphin. I think they may not have jumped the shark, but they certainly jumped the porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> on the bright side, did I tell you about the conversation I had with Purple Sue the weekend? Not the weekend, just gone. The weekend I was in the canton. I don't even know who she is, so that would be a no. We were sitting in the cat cafe... And I ordered the soy latte. And Sue started giving out to me. She said, you know, if you order a latte in Italy, you get warm milk. You know, that's not a latte. And I said, it's a form of milk. And she goes, it's not a mammal. If it's not a mammal, it doesn't give milk. 
and I immediately replied with platypus. He goes, okay, right then. If it doesn't have a pulse, it's not milk. And I said, ah, but a bean is a pulse. <laughs> you know, these sort of remarks you wish you'd made in conversation, but you remember about two days later. She looked at me and said, you're not supposed to be this sharp. Start drinking again or something. <laughs> she seemed to think it was unfair that I could sort of match wits with her. She said, that's new. And in fairness, several people said to me that she repeated the conversation to them through the weekend. So, And I experienced an almost Dirk Gently level of uh, the law of finding things. Despite shifting the desk, which isn't easy considering the number of cables that are running around it and under it, and searching on top of the desk, very clearly, I moved everything. I couldn't find my library cards, so I logged the three rather heavy books I have, because they were due back today in and kindly requested a new library card with the due degree of rolled eyes. Came home, sat down at the desk, moved something so I could put the laptop, and bing. <laughs> Lovely. You know what happens. The thing you're looking for only turns up after you bought a replacement. Oh, yes. I totally understand that. Been there, done that one. Yep. I bought a USB floppy drive. Just to get one file off a floppy. <laughs> and I knew, I knew I had a, an old 3.5-inch drive somewhere in the house because I don't throw those sort of things away. Could I find it? No, I couldn't. And when did I find it? The day after I bought this one. <laughs> could you not sort of find somebody else with a computer that you could borrow and just copy the file off? Believe me, I went through the computer department at work saying someone must have something like that. Surely you've got something like this. No. I couldn't even get a solid USB stick off them last Friday. Sorry, the mouse was refusing to respond. Did anyone tweet? Not yet. So I saw that positive tweet from Colin. I replied. I asked him if he was volunteering to co-host them. Yeah, you should have replied from your own account, not the Gatecast account. Well, he replied to the Gatecast account, sir. Yeah, and I put your name on it to make sure it went to you. I saw that after. Okay. Okay, a little bit of background for Z-Quest. This is a second season episode, sometimes listed as episode four, sometimes episode five, depending upon if you consider the uh, season premiere as a single episode or a two-parter. Indeed. That and two-parters, which don't appear to be two-parters, apart from the fact that they follow on from each other and certainly not from a title perspective, although Atlantis fixed that. The second season had a number of uh, major cast changes from the first season. As we just mentioned, in the first season, the Sequest got pulled off Earth to fight in an alien war. <laughs> uh, when it returned, things had changed a bit. When I watched the episode the other day, I was trying to figure out what the hell had been going on. But we'll fill in the gaps as we go along. Just thinking, because uh, I seem to recall, I think it was start of season two, Shinoda gets caught by an automatic camera and deducted so many points from his license. Uh, the fine has automatically been extracted from your bank account, type of thing. <laughs> He's on a motorcycle. You remember that? <laughs> that yes. I spent six and a half years walking in road safety and I've been run over by cars three times. I noticed these things. Talking dolphins, huge submarines, and he remembers a traffic offence. <laughs> six and a half years. Right. When you've been hit by as many cars as I have, yes, you remember traffic offences. One of the little niggles about Sequest, at least from a UK perspective, it was bought by ITV, a major fanfare of US acquisitions. They broadcast the first season on a Saturday afternoon. Then the show disappeared for a while. I think about nearly two years later, the third season appeared. Mm -hmm. They didn't bother showing the second season until after they showed the third season. So as you can imagine, it was a little confusing. 
It's amazing, though, having Steven Spielberg's name attached to a property, how you can get money from the studios to make something. Yeah, they made Earth Final Conflict. Well, that was Gene Roddenberry. What Sequest reminds me of, at least in terms of look and feel, was actually Alienation. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Rockney Sobanyan did both of them. Uh, before he went to Muppets in Space. Otherwise on as Fire Escape, Blu-ray for which is sitting not 10 feet away, let's face it, in this apartment. Pretty much everything is not 10 feet away. <laughs> yeah, it's convenient. Then how did I completely fail to find my fracking library card? Yeah, well. <laughs> you stacked them on top of each other? It hid until I replaced it. Hiding behind the molecule, it's gone interdimensional. It's the only explanation that I'm prepared to accept. Now, if I could discover how to do that, admittedly, it's within a sort of 15 square foot radius, but you know where it all is. I just need to get a triple eight and we're all good. Uh, a huge handy haversack. D&D reference. Oh, right. Oh, hang on. Another interaction. No, moving the mouse will not move the pointer on the laptop, Alan. Ah. Dallas Marshall retweeted our retweet to Joe Flanagan. Oh, did anyone reply to my tweet? Or rather, our tweet. Oh, me in the heads again? What the hell is that? I've been watching Fringe, so and Roger Cross was in an episode I watched, so I tweeted from the Gaycast account, because he's from Stargate, and he replied. Yeah. You've seen Fringe, haven't you? Obviously, all of it. I watched it from the time Sky started broadcasting it. He's one of those replicants that's come over from the other universe and taking them frozen heads to look for their leader. I don't have time to add shows. Dared to catch up a little on Grimm. Well, you just said you've seen it. Yes, I have, but I don't have time to re-watch us. I'm not expecting you to. I am tempted in the two days that I get after I sit my Swedish final. Well, no, I don't, because I have another exam the 17th of January, which I should probably study for. Okay. Check Twitter. Michael Clark has replied to you. He'd favourited it. And he's replied. 51 seconds ago, come on. <laughs> he would love to be a what? He ran out of space there. Hang on, there's more. Oh. There you go. I lost yes. my commitments to Visionary Trek. The holodeck and the captain's table would give me no time. But I would love to be a guest. I love nothing more than talking about Doctor Who. Technically, it's I would love to be a, a guest, but I'm not usually that pedantic. Is everybody ready? Pointers hovering over the play button. Yep, this episode being uh, 1990 vintage is a little longer than current television. Comes in at 45 minutes and 58 seconds. Indeed. More time to fill. Yeah, I've been chatting for almost the length of the episode. Go on then, Alan. Do your countdown. Three, two, et, flicky. Ah. Oh, that's, that's a dated CGI. Yes. <laughs> the annoying Wesley Crusher character. I actually were ne was never annoyed by uh, Lucas in this show. You don't like precocious kids. He's not a kid. What'd you do? You helped him and they played him totally different to Wesley Crusher. Now, say for that work, you get well, that's not Wesley's fault. Well, no, Wes... He's not whiny. No, he's not. I mean, when he first appeared, he was a bit rebellious, you know, because mm -hmm. his dad kind of shipped him off to, to Sequest and washed his hands of him. But, uh, like I say, Jonathan Brandis played the role well. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, he passed back in 2003. Really? Yes. By the way, why, why is Red Dot visiting? Yeah, well, say I won't give you fish unless you give me money. 
How one did that? That's, uh... That seems to be a reflection of the bit of the giant LED. Yeah, that's the technology yeah. they've got to have him talking. <laughs> that's fact. It becomes a little more confusing when Darwin's in the ocean. Huh. Does he have gills yet? Yes, yes he has gills. Oh. There's our first Eloise. And there's our second. <laughs> Anthony, where's Anthony? Tony! What's that? What's he doing? <laughs> Swimming. Swimming? What for? Why? Hey, you. You tell him to meet me at Buddy's. You tell him that niggas got trouble. Uh, Modern true. video communication there. <laughs> yeah, the, Really the, knocks your socks off, doesn't it? Did we actually see a hammerhead dark at any point in this show? I don't recall. I, I watched recently, I don't remember seeing one. Yeah, we, we saw giant robots and we saw William Shatner. <laughs> so, so giant robots and more giant robots? Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> right then, Sequest DSV or 2032 or was it 2049? This episode has air date on uh, the U in the USA on the NBC channel, October the 9th, 1994. It was written by David J. Burke, directed by Les Sheldon. That last shot uh, of the ship did owe a lot to Moya. Well, she's, you know, she has got kind of an organic skin, so there are definitely uh, comparisons to be made. So is Tom Raimi anything to Sam? Brother. Really? Yeah. That's why he's in all the movies. When we get inside, just stand still. And here we have the hydroponics chamber. Climate controlled, but there's no airlock. So all the that, heat. That, that looks like an airlock. No, it's not an airlock. It's a simple door. There's no pressure gauges or anything. It's simple hatch. All the heat will, the heat will be rushing out. It is a pressure door, though. Well, yeah, it's a submarine. All doors are pressure doors, but it's not an airlock. That's what I'm saying. If this is a, a temperature-controlled area. Well, you did hear the air hiss whenever it closed. No. Yeah. Here we have Dr. Wendy Smith, played by Rosalind Allen. She's a New Zealand actress. She came on board in the second season to replace Stephanie Beecham as the ship's medical officer. Doesn't feel like a lab. I think she does more psychiatry than medical, though. So, yeah, but she doesn't have the cleavage for a proper ship's counselor. <laughs> Songbirds. Do the bird songs stimulate plant growth? This is Nathan's idea of showing a woman a good time. Yeah, come, I, I, come I, I, to my greenhouse. I'm showing him how thick, well, showing her how thick he is, really. You know, I don't know. Now, right underneath your feet here, are thousands of succulent leaf plants. Yeah, they. <laughs> that looks really edible. <laughs> it looks dead. I mean, underwater colonies could be. This is this is the scientific part. This is probably why. Uh, just think of all he agreed to do the show in the first place. It had a bit of meaning, and a bit of social awareness. It's one of the reasons why there were a lot of, you know, a lot of issues in the production as the show started to get more action orientated. Those mm. fans just don't look well. <laughs> they look a bit waxy. What? 
I've never seen a man so enthusiastic about fruit and vegetables hmm. before. Look at that, Nathan. You're making her hot. Well, it's not just the produce. Ah, produce. Possibility. <laughs> Feeding the world. Squirt, squirt. <laughs> that's too much cologne, mate. Too much. Isn't that enough? I wonder if that's CFC free after all. You know, come on. Yeah, that's true. Trying to read my mind again. No. Maybe your heart. Yes. Spray. Let me open up my top a bit and moisturize me. <laughs> again, one Thomas doesn't get. The downside. <laughs> I'd forgotten when I watched this that she was. Uh, she had telepathic abilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, you know, I'm thinking, eight? What? <laughs> Some people can put up walls around their thoughts. Yeah. Up here, up here, eyes up here. <laughs> Come on. Come on, it's not like there's that much to look at anyway. Um, your chest is too small. It's my wife, Karen. Well, that throws a damper onto the whole romantic situation. Yep. And do you really have to be wearing? Is that is that shirt actually denim or just? Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> it's ninety-five degrees in there. Come on. I mean, in my experience, denim denim shorts, you could nearly use them to armor plate battleships. What about your life? I think I used to have years ago an old thin denim shirt about like that. Yeah. It's not going to wear out, is it? I, yeah, I think it did. <laughs> Eventually. The cuffs got a bit ragged oh. on mine. <laughs> Wait for it. Uh, what is we're going like? to have a Troy moment in a bit. Uh, that's uh, pistiosteriosis. More letters. More letters. Yes. She feels a disturbance. A disturbance in the force? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Sorry, I can't uh. see through all that rabbit food. That is Michael DeLuise. As the man from Atlantis? Permission to go, sir? Yes, quite right. He's been in Gilmore Gills, NYPD Blue, 21 yes, Jump Street, and of course, Wormhole Extreme. Yes. He appeared in 34 episodes of Sequest. As you said, he's got gills because he was a prisoner and was offered the chance of uh, release if they experimented on him. Thank you. So, uh, <laughs> very forward-thinking the UEO are these days. Yeah. Oh boy. It's an interesting experiment. <laughs> be fun to try out. <laughs> Perhaps. Who's Nick? Now, this is one thing I did notice between the second season and the first. The sequest looks a lot more utilitarian. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no style to this uh, room that the these lads here. I know what buddies is. Where 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 are the guilds? I don't see them. On his sides. Yeah, because they'd have to be covering most of his back to support that kind of muscle mass. Why? Nick's your father. You're from a dysfunctional family. He split early, comes back to play dad. You see, this would be a totally different conversation if it was uh, Wesley. Okay, uh -huh. so you're a genius. How'd you figure that out? There they are. Can you see him now? No, I missed it. Right. 
This episode has a lot of angst in it. <laughs> and romance in it. More than the first three seasons of Vampire Diaries? <laughs> that may be hard. He's going to ask me to do something I shouldn't Well, the originals are making up for that. It's wall-to-wall Klaus and <laughs> Rebecca and... No, I yeah, I know, but uh, my, the the OCD part of me demands that I only watch it at the point it splits okay. off, which means I've got to sit through another three seasons of Vampire Diaries. I told you, you don't so have to. In a tough neighborhood, you're funny. And I told you, you don't know me at all. God, it, it's... <laughs> Change what? What, my appearance or my personality? Your shirt. Where's something that's not screaming? <laughs> Look me. <laughs> Here, I think these work. No, that ain't going to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Now this reminded me of uh, Alien and Actually, the mother. That reminded me of the show that uh, Thomas is currently watching. I can see that. Hello, this is a pretty advanced AI. Doctor, mm-hmm. your pulse is racing. Is there Biometrics and everything. Yeah. I looked into a pair of eyes today. I mean, I've looked into these eyes before, but today I fell in. <laughs> you got to have a talk about his relationships. Infatuation. I don't get it. The AI he had in the first season, the old man, I think I liked it better than I like this lady. Yeah. That was in his quarters, wasn't it? Yes. Kind of a similar holographic type display. 30 years ago. Oh, dear. I dated her mother. Well, that's not good, is it? <laughs> dated her mother. Yes, which means they had relationships. Mm-hmm. And 30 years ago, he does. He, he has made sure this isn't his daughter, hasn't he? I don't know. This episode could go down a whole different direction. <laughs> See, there we have the modern sequest. Mm-hmm. You know, that guy kind of reminds me of it, which is going to sound horribly racist, but he does sort of remind me of our uh, favorite lieutenant from Atlantis. Oh, Rainbow. Mm. Yeah, Don Franklin. He's been in uh, quite a few shows. Uh, he was a regular in Seven Days, also appeared in NCIS, Daybreak, Bones, and Glee. It looks like an Italian stereotype. <laughs> That's health and safety gone mad. And Peter Deloise. <laughs> you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think Peter was the most successful of the bunch, would you? <laughs> yeah, Peter, Joey, Tribbiani, Deloise. <laughs> As you were saying... Uh, Tony Piccolo, he, he is from a native of New York, so that's why you're getting the Italian stereotype. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that, they're the wheels. That's what you want, isn't it, when you... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Buddies. What the hell? Don't tell, don't tell me it's roller disco. I don't know. That's it what it reminds huge. me of. Good music, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, but you normally have a ton of factoids about whatever place... Yeah, and as I said, I watched Stargate when it was, uh, Sequest when it was broadcast. I don't do a podcast about it. That's very well. You tried to find the resources for 
this sort of stuff. I can read the wiki page if you want, <laughs> which I actually might do later on. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Dagwood, of course. Uh, not quite interested in women. He's just sparkly lights. I love it. Smoking and buddies. So, were they predicting the future? Hmm. Seriously, even if I smoked, I wouldn't want to smoke in that room because you couldn't breathe. Okay, Nick, what is it? Finally. Anthony, you look good. Just like your mother. Who's that, Dagger? <laughs> A dagger. Yeah. He's my friend. What do you want? Who's the big <laughs> What is this, 20 questions? What do you want? Anthony, I'm in trouble. You get caught cheating again? No, I didn't uh. get caught cheating again. <laughs> yeah, sure. A year ago, he remarries my mother, which, A loving family. From his reception. You get caught cheating yeah. for the umpteen time. Banging the waitress is a bit much when you've just got remarried. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's a good relationship here. And of course, there's his mates. Mm -hmm. One with an estranged dad and one with no dad at all. Mm. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Quit staring at me. I imagine my father to be like you, only with a brain. Oh. <laughs> oh, please, I'm surrounded over here. You've, you've got to assume the Deloise at some point had some input in the script. I imagine this had a lot of uh, outtakes. Yeah, you would you think so. Try saying goodbye. Maybe try calling him dad. <laughs> Maybe buy him a tie. <laughs> yeah, let's go in. Let's try again. Is Doug was still there? <laughs> he doesn't let anything go. Okay, dad. It's almost like being in prison, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> can't talk now. Being watched. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, the woman there were everybody was eyeing up. So you're gonna help me or not? I will or I won't. Either way, who else <laughs> are you gonna ask? Listen, I got a box. You gotta find it and you gotta destroy the contents. What's in the box? It's not illegal. Well that's a first. There's, I say, there's gotta be more to it than that, isn't there? Give me, give me. Pills that I got. Watch out. The shark circling. Yeah, playground. Yeah. You are pathetic. <laughs> between me and my father. Did he tell you where he put them? For what? My RU-268. What? My RU-268, my Swiss oral cosmetics, my pills. Swiss oral cosmetics. Who are you? Marie. <laughs> Marie. Marie who? You're my sister. That <laughs> <laughs> <Bad> face. <laughs> oh my god! I was eyeing up my mother. I don't know. I think this is Marie Piccolo. <laughs> my mother. <laughs> Hello, boys. Oh dear. What was I thinking? Yeah, right. Yeah. She's his mother. 
Oh, I feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad, Lucas. You didn't do anything wrong. I tell you, you are violating the laws of nature. I am trying to make the most out of myself. <laughs> Marie Piccolo is played by Leslie Hope, Canadian actress. Tony, I'm sorry, I had no idea. She's been in NCI. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mother, boys. <laughs> Got a nice little thing about <laughs> uh, Also been in The River, The Mentalist, and the uh, recurring character in the early seasons of 24. And a uh, very dramatic twists in pace. Ted Raimi. Tim. Lieutenant Timothy O'Neill. Of course, uh, Xena, Hercules, Twin Peaks, Army of Darkness, Spider-Man, Legend of the Seeker. Brother to uh, Sam Raimi. Doesn't he remind you of the uh, reanimator? It's about the taboo of shipboard romances. Isn't that why they're shore leaves? Uh, well, shore leaves generally for romancing someone you don't sail with. The girl in every port. Or guy, whichever. But not the same guy and girl in every port. If you're having second thoughts... His date is the helm officer, Lonnie Henderson. She's played by Kathy Everson. It's, uh, it's just that I'm, I'm worried about... She was actually up for the role of the chief medical officer, Wendy Smith. The uh, casting directors liked her so much, they actually created a new role for her. She's a pretty good little character they made with her. From what I've read, she dated about four members of the crew over the time she was on the show. <laughs> I can name at least two. <laughs> oh, dear. Why? She wouldn't want to. Ooh, that's, uh, that says a lot about his self-esteem, doesn't it? Indeed. Quest Club. <laughs> what are you questing for? Yeah, it looks a bit like a swingers club. Now, this is something I didn't understand. You know, she's got telepathic abilities. She can't be the first and only person on the planet. Why hasn't she? She's aware that people can block her. Why hasn't she developed her own sort of mental shields? I mean, she's just sitting there and she's hearing people who are just, you know, thinking a lot. Out aloud. Maybe she's just being nosy. I want in. But it's obviously upsetting her, isn't it? I want in. I think she probably does typically, but in her current mental state. As in the mental state which is required to save the plot? Yes. <laughs> she's confused about Bridger and life in general. Ah, fair enough. That would make some sense because you couldn't operate like this, if, especially on board a submarine. You know, you can't really go anywhere. Maybe, that, maybe large point. amounts of metal block it. Yeah, it's okay. But if you're stuck inside the large amounts of metal, I want in. <laughs> That's where you put compressor doors. <laughs> okay. You see, now if this were a bit more of a fantasy series, there would be a cave with a dragon behind that waterfall, <laughs> or a, a Batmobile or something. A Batmobile. Well, the bat, bat cave is behind the waterfall in some uh, versions of the series. <laughs> We're not on duty. Don't call him Captain. Hey, Captain. 
Chris, what do you think? Smith and the old man really got something going on? Boys, behind you. <laughs> You're gonna spend the next three hours looking at women in bikinis and there's one behind you. <laughs> I mean, why are we taking what Piccolo says seriously anyway? Who listens to him? <laughs> He's talking about the plot, folks. You're not my mother because you're younger than me. And you, you're a scam artist. <laughs> How long can you sing trying to run a play past your own kid? Tony, Tony, I just want my pills. Get me my pills. He told you where he put them. <laughs> Get your own pills, lady. I am, me a mother. <laughs> I am your mother. I love it. Hey, I don't want her having no pills. Look at her eyes. She thinks she's 25. I look 25. <laughs> she feels like 25. Aluminum siding on a building. It looks nice outside, but inside there's rusted pipes. Oh, rusted, rusted pipes. <laughs> oh, that's great, that is. That is oh, brilliant writing. It's <laughs> making me sick. Good luck, she's teasing. I'm pleased. This is making me sick. Conflicted. I don't know how to deal with this. I think they're bad for you. This is so bad for a 50-year-old. This, this is a lot of problems. You know, you you turn the woman you supposedly love into something that you could you want and find that she really doesn't want you anymore. Yes, uh, giving her back... Oh. Again with the job. Again with the job. And here's David Eloise. Very small role. I get the impression that he probably only got this role because they wanted them all on the show. <laughs> They didn't really make much of his uh, presence as the manager of the club. I'm going with you. No, no, you're not. Don't give her no pills. <laughs> well, if we don't give her no pills, then we're going to have to give her some pills. <laughs> you can't run in a skirt like that, love. You can barely take a step, which is... Oh. Nope, not not at all. Can I see? It's not that nice of these <laughs> of course. Looks great from here. So you spent money on a boat. All you had to do was find a nice beach. piece of beach, yep. sit down, get some drinks and a cooler, and let the world walk in front great? of you. Well, great is not just <laughs> sheer physical excellence. Great includes spiritual and intellectual excellence. Absolutely. And you can see all that through the binoculars. Oh, yes. yes. I'm not impressed with these guys, you know. They've got shore leave, they're not really making the most of it. No, they're not that near the shore for a start. Yeah, we spend all our time on a boat, let's spend our off time on a boat. At least this one's above the water. That that looks like basically someone's uh, attached an inflatable to a jet ski. (laughs) Seriously, that's probably what it is. Yeah, come on Nathan, tie it up. It looks like uh, it's low tide at the moment, but the tide will turn. Yeah, it'll float off. Oh, I suppose you're not going that far. You can watch it float off in the comfort of a bar. I'm guessing this is home. I'm supposed to find a looks like it. To to nice and clean. He must have a, a housemaid come in every now and again. I haven't really talked to anyone since you've been gone. Oh, oldie worldy style photos. Mm-hmm. Did Nathan's son trage- or daughter tragically shoot themselves as well? No, Nathan's son disappeared somewhere. I don't remember where, though. 
You see now, her stateroom, I mean, granted she is a senior officer, looks like it's on the most modern vessel the UEO has. She's got wood panelling, they got bare metal. And a tube which anybody can swim by. Yes, uh, Dagwood is a Gelf, genetically engineered life form, as such doesn't have a father or a mother. Super strong, that's one reason he's on the series. Yeah. I would not trust those runs. It looks like the uh, kiddies' play park has been abandoned a long, long time. Maybe the local area, the kids simply have all grown up and moved away. Yeah, definitely not kept up very well. You don't like your father? Something like that. I would love my father. If I could know him, I would love him. Well, you can love your father and not like him. Which way's west? You love your father and not like him? All the time. They know they come to dig something up, so he's, he's brought a little... Oh. Little gardening shovel. Yeah, but he's got dagwood, you know. Well, that's not the point, though. You still bring us babes. He's strong, not dog. If the Sigmund Freud Society would give it a rest, I could use a hand over here. His name's Dagwood. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he didn't say Sigmund Freud. Yeah. Should you be really burying drugs in a children's playground? Okay, take that back. Dagwood get... may be part dog. Yeah. <laughs> They do play it up a bit here, don't they? It's good digging. Not exactly deep either. Any kid could have found him. Mm. We got a lab on Sequest, right? Yeah, yeah, but we need trained personnel to work those systems. It's computer technology, right? You're a computer genius, right? Now, this storyline reminds me an awful lot of Harry Mudd on Star Trek and the Venus drug. Yeah. A drug that women take and they suddenly look younger. Fountain of youth type thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. and of course, Dom DeLuise, you know, he, he would have been perfect hey, Harry Mudd. Except for the fact that he's Dom DeLuise. Yeah. He's an actor. Yeah, so does Jack Nicholson. I've never been pushed on a swing. Fathers must be good for that. Oh, poor Dagwood. Oh. We have a lot of daddy issues with Dagwood here in this episode. <laughs> it's daddy issues, uh, romance issues. Should they be <laughs> daggy issues? <laughs> oh, here, here they are. Perverts on parade again. It's perfectly acceptable to sit on the beach and watch the lovely ladies walk by. You don't have to go cruising up and down the beach in a boat. Yeah, you just need a pair of wraparound mirror shades. It's not what's wrong, it's what's right. Ditch him, mate. Ditch him. <laughs> Miguel Ortiz is played by Marco Sanchez. He was in Star Trek Into Darkness. There we go. Bigger bows, I'm happy. Bigger bows. I still think they've wasted. So this is the first reference of the Captain's Barbecue. See, he's got the right idea. They've even got their own vehicle. Good idea. Key Largo in Activision. <laughs> no 3D for the future in this show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A more no, interactive no, no, experience. No hairdressers either. 
know, well, that's Activision. Wind and water. <laughs> so like the rides down at Universal and Disney. Yeah, pretty much so, but in a, in a standard building. Wouldn't last long in this day and age. People would be suing them and all sorts. Well, it's not even that. I mean, are Activision still making games? You know, they used to seduce you. Into I believe so. With um, uh, images and, and, and subtle storytelling techniques. Now they've hurled debris at you. And you see, with this sort of experience to watch a movie, you can't really have popcorn or anything, can you? They're kind of miss, missing a, a huge revenue stream. It's a healthy movie-watching experience. That was spectacular. The images were clear. And ate to watch Gravity in this Activision experience. <laughs> Took all the air out. <laughs> so, you know, I've not seen that. Me neither. Apparently everything is. What does that mean? Nothing. Yeah, small portions, though. And you gotta eat it fast or the waffle bowl's gonna melt away. <laughs> Great. You, can, you can't really see these pair together. She's a bit too self confident and he's not. He's supposed to be the geek that we identify with. That probably wouldn't be such a great idea. I'd say he, uh, he stuck around for 57 episodes. Why not? You know. They're a pretty good run for Ted. Mm hmm. Pretty good little character. Yeah. Who was he in the Spider-Man? He was uh, Perry, uh, not Perry White. No, <laughs> uh, oh, what's his name? I think we should stick with this great thing. The newspaper, newspaper editor. Uh, he was his assistant. Oh, I was thinking he certainly isn't Jay, Jay Jonah Jameson. <laughs> That's him. It was a, he, yeah, he, he used to. He's, he's far too uh, mild mannered for that. Yeah. He'd run into the room and say, we've, you know, we've sold pages three and four, and he'd, he'd get shouted at and run out again. But of course, for me, he was Jocks of the Mighty. <laughs> Don't say this, mate. This is not going to end well. <laughs> oh. I think we just hit the major breakup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't even begin a sentence like that with hypothetically. It's just not going to be upset. Where do we start? That doesn't look radioactive at all. I've been watching a lot of Smallville. I, I see that and I just think kryptonite. <laughs> you see again, it was... Yeah. Non-specific ooze. It's probably jello, you know that? With, with a light underneath it. Yeah, another issue. If this, this had been first season, this medical bay would look a lot more advanced. The set dressing is pretty basic. No, no, this guy is meant to be a genius. What does he need a manual for? Spectrum analysis system online. He's, he's not an all-round genius. He's very, you know, he's very clever in a particular area. Yeah. He, he's good with computers, but I guess not medical computers. Hello. <laughs> Doctor Schmidt. Fortunate to find the manual. I'd probably start at page one, but. Takes to earn an MD and a PhD by the time you're 25. No. no security on the ship, though. That's good to see. A good time because you have to read. No. Twelve hundred eighteen. Do you know single I think she has issues at the moment. <laughs> he just happens no, to be the one right in front of her. Let me tell you. What's wrong with your mother? She's taking these pills and they're doing weird things. <laughs> oh. Sporty music. <laughs> She's reading your mind. Yes. Well, take it out its capsule. 
Everybody wants to be young, Tony. You shouldn't hold that against her. <laughs> Surely it'll throw the readings off a bit if it has some sort of plastic substance. Mm, it's an organic oh. plastic which is dissolvable. Yeah, but it wouldn't be part of the medication, though, would it? And the mass spec would it, actually it, it identify it. It could be. Um, oh, really advanced medicine. I'm sorry, then. I told people about you and the captain. No, but even modern medica, even today's medications, Just the coating is... is well, no, but the coating is part of it because it does a time release thing after you swallow it. Then, you know... Yeah, but you've got to know that if you're actually analysing the contents of an unknown drug. Well, True. Yeah. Did it ever occur to you that we were clinging to each other because you practically knocked me in the water? Whatever you think, don't think she's in her dressing gown. Romance in the room. I was wrong. No. <laughs> Look, I'm a gossip. Live with it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to leave. See the other guys like me when I tell tell tales like this. Spectrum analysis complete. Well, that's ridiculous. You don't have to leave Sequest. It was a misinterpretation. Now it's an unfounded rumor. You can change that. Yeah, well, unfounded or not, it has the appearance of impropriety. And the UAO will see it as interfering with the captain. Yes. Uh, All those rumors about you, Pierre. You know, just unfounded. What about my mother's pills? Your mother would probably be okay. Just don't let her take any more. I'm going to send this off to the UEO and we'll have... Yeah, let's get back to the more interesting plot. Thank you. I'm very sorry. That's oh. it. Stop taking them, and I'll send them off to somebody who knows more than I do. Yeah, and who can get you in serious trouble with the Admiralty. <laughs> yes, let's not keep quiet about this. Look at him. <laughs> let's tell the higher ups. I have to put in for a transfer, Lucas. Yes, meanwhile, somebody walks by the medical bay and notice she's walks out in a robe, and there's three other guys in the room. <laughs> I think that might do a little more rumors. damage to her reputation. Or not, depending on what sort of boat this is. Now, this I like. Oh, Anthony, did you do it? Granted, it looks like uh, an early remote control for some sort of device. But... Your mother wouldn't let me out of her sight. Did you oh, know what you were giving her? I, no, I, I, I guess it wasn't good. Tony, do you have my pills? No, I don't. Honey, I need my pills, please. They're killing you. Your father is killing me. No, Marie, please. Shut up. I guess it wasn't good. Honey. But look at her. <laughs> Ma. They're poison. <laughs> Are you 268 was an insect? Uh, you didn't really expect this, did you? Mm -hmm. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Where'd you get him? This this guy, this guy said that women would love it. Did he tell you? <laughs> I hope he didn't. Worried? No. <laughs> it's weird. This stuff burns your fat, and when your fat's gone, it, it burns your muscle. That's why you look so young. Muscle. Bit melodramatic. Your insides, and what's left is getting tight around the bone. Now, on the surface, that sounds like a remarkably good drug to be used in moderation. Moderation, definitely. Yeah. Look at the way I'm looking at you. I know we don't. Talk Although, just you know, just removing the fat and whatnot, you you don't turn out like that. It's still a lot of work required. Mm -hmm. Make sure she gets her physical. This is everything they know about the drug. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Touching speech. Yeah. We never actually got a, got to know what she looked like, uh, normal, if you will. If you will. So I wonder if she will re-age now. So, so what age is the actress? Be nice if you call once in a while. Just what in the show? Yeah. No. Yeah. Roughly. Roughly. Oh, roughly. I don't know. Roughly. She was born in '65. This was aired in '94. 
I figured she was bare 40. How much? Okay. How much? How much? How much what? How much money? You want money? Uh, here we go. <laughs> Who taught you about money? Lucas. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Darwin. Tuna fish. <laughs> Canned. Okay, that's it. Darwin's voice is uh, done by Frank Welker. And from what I've heard on the Sequest podcast, uh, Darwin was a, a mechanical device. So did they ever actually use a real dolphin in it at all? I don't know. From what I've heard, it, most of the long shots were CGI, and the close-up was the you know the mechanical prosthetics device. Ah. But they did excellent work on it. Like Bruce. Bruce. You don't know Bruce is? I know a lot of Bruce's. Be more specific. I thought mechanical device and aquatic mammal might have given it to you. Although non-mammal. Bruce is the name for the mechanical shark that they use in the Jaws movies. Oh, right. Good time. Thanks. I hope you don't mind I came early. It's great. Want some coffee? Thank you, love some. Come on up. So you had to get the totally wrong idea if a woman came to my island dressed like that, wind blowing through her hair. Yeah. Captain? I'm submitting a request to transfer. I think this day started off well, even with the argument with the dolphin. Wendy, why don't you come inside? Okay, think fast. Think fast. Here you are. You can get the impression this there wasn't enough story for 45 minutes for this episode. Mm. So they threw about 15 of them together? <laughs> I want to show you something. You know, I'm the third generation of women in my family to be in some kind of naval service. It's a pretty unique family tradition. Now, these days I'd do it on my iPod or tablet, but no, I've brought the whole photo frames. <laughs> oh, that's right, when you dated my mom. Yes, I knew her as well. She's terrific. She, she was a right goer. straight her back is. And your mother. Yes. <laughs> yes, well. Was your mom a goer? <laughs> Stand up to things tough. I don't have that. I don't have that. I mean, I'm resolute in my own way, but... Funnily enough, I read that her mother, what was her name? Levington Fisher-Smith. Where was it? I should have wrote it down. I thought, with everything that you've been through, that maybe... Uh, no, I saw me and your mother. (laughs) (laughs) No, man. A mother, Lexington Fisher Smith, aka Sexy Lexi Smith, says it all. Uh-huh. I lost a son when he was twenty. Interesting coloured eyes. Then I lost my wife. My Bright, white, blue. She was yeah. my anchor. The mistake I made was. Well, he's got kind of bluish grey. That were the anchor. The she's got kind of greyish blue. I can't do that anymore. I mean, they don't really explore the idea. You get the idea that you know. Oh, you think could he be? His daughter, but since they never actually go in that area, assume that he knows she isn't. That I'm alive. And having done that, you can't take a step back in your career just because things are a little awkward now. Doesn't he's about he, double her he, he does, and he's that twisted. Well, his best friend was a dolphin. We can get past this. You don't believe that? 
Yeah, let's not do that. There, there was actually a there was actually a court case in there. Kerry about that. Yes, pull them away. I don't want them staring at me while I switch on my super advanced Bose music center. Playing scratchy music. Playing twenties jazz. That's what we want. That's what we have CDs for. <laughs> scratchy music. Looks the like awful shot of the. Player. Yeah, the artful shot of the fans going round, which they don't really need because it looks bloody code. Well, it is Hawaii, I believe. Oh, damn, interruptions again. Mm. Ah, you see, we've got proper bloody jet skis. None of this faffing <laughs> about with inflatable extensions. Yeah, Lucas can't park. Let him float free still. Yeah. Found us again, eh, Piccolo? You know, sir, a side effect of having gills is you get fish fishing. Like your eyes see what's on the side of your head, but whatever's straight in front of you, you're blind as your back. <laughs> He's still trying to control it. <laughs> it's too big for me. Help. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> Lucas! <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Psychic lady, what's he thinking? <laughs> you gave Dagwood a jet ski. That was so ready for a, a James Bond stunt. Straight up at the beach. I wish my brother George was here. And I'm sure that must be a reference that Americans would get, but I don't. I'm not quite sure of it myself. So I'm assuming he's actually not playing. Uh, no, because otherwise it'd probably show his hands, and I doubt the budget extended to have him, even if he can play. I doubt the budget extended to enough lessons to have them play that well. Crikey, these pair are still together. See, that's a way to eat a watermelon. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what friends are for. Now, he seemed to be actually playing. You'll get lucky and not live that long. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Don't, don't worry, mate. The romance won't last that long. <laughs> no, brothers at play. So, no fish and lettuce for this bunch. No. Well, maybe, <laughs> yeah, with all the lettuce that they've got on the boat, they've just decided to pig out on meat. <laughs> yes. We've had to eat fish and lettuce for months. We want meat. Oh, very friendly there, Lucas. Bloody... Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> thought... I was that all you can eat place. I thought, oh, that's a meat pizza, and I went round and had a closer look. Nope, tuna. <laughs> hey, look, Miguel's done okay for himself. Tuna and a pizza. <laughs> well, if they can put you know, pineapple and anchovies on, they can put anything on. Uh, oh, believe me, you will never guess what was on the fourth pizza. Are you 268? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, don't matter. Yes, I need to talk to somebody about my feelings for my mother. Good. <laughs> it's tough enough Just being young. I can't imagine Show him a picture, he'd understand. Nobody would blame you. <laughs> she looked good, though. I didn't recognize her. Apparently not. 25 isn't young, but 25 is fine. You know, you've got through the teenage years. I you about this? I... And you've still got access to your bank account. I don't know who else to ask. It's probably empty because of student you... loans. But... 25, your car insurance doesn't go down. I need someone to talk to myself. <laughs> I don't drive anymore. 
Yes, even the captain needs somebody to talk to, which again raises the question. You know, is it just romance or is there more to it? Yeah. And it, what, it, what it, strong it, shoulders it, you've got. He fancies Deloise. Yeah, <laughs> let's have a walk off into the sunset. <laughs> that doesn't look romantic at all. I heard you're probably not going to leave. No, I'm not going to leave. Well, these pair are actually closer in age, at least. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Think careful thoughts. Puppies, Hi, flowers. I'm Rosalind Allen, and this is Moose, an orphaned manatee calf being cared for by SeaWorld's rehabilitation unit in Orlando. Moose will grow to be about 10 feet long and weigh around 1,000 pounds. His life expectancy is about 50 years. But manatees as a species are endangered. Less than 2,000 remain in the wild. Rescue programs like SeaWorld's aim to help repopulate the ocean with these gentle creatures. See you on the next adventure of SeaQuest. Um, the damn thing's biting me feet. <laughs> cut, cut. Yes, we think a lot different about SeaWorld at the moment. This is nuts! And that was Vapors. A mixed bag, to be honest. I enjoyed the main... Well, I don't know if that would be the main... I enjoyed the Deloise storyline. It was a lot of fun. It was a bit scattered. Yeah, yeah. Didn't really seem to be about anything. There was absolutely... You got to, if there are arc episodes, this was sort of a... I suppose it was useful for us to podcast about because you didn't have to reference any other episode that was ever happened in the show. Yeah, it definitely just wasn't, wasn't one-up. It didn't connect to anything in even the vaguest sense. How recently have you seen season two, Thomas? I saw season two about six months ago because that's when I watched the entire series. Yeah. Would you have got more out of this episode if you'd watched the first three or four episodes? Except for knowing the characters themselves a little bit more, not really, because it is a, sort of a standalone filler episode in the series. Right. They went overboard on all the romance and the angst. You know, they played that up. A few montages thrown in. I could probably easily ignore them and just gone with the fun. Frankly, they could have trimmed a bit 20 minutes off it and we wouldn't be missed much. <laughs> right then, a little trivia. As I said, the episode was written by David J. Burt. He wrote four episodes of the show, also involved in three others. He also wrote for Wise Guy, Tribeca, Special Victims Unit and The Glades. He also produced 38 episodes. The director, Les Sheldon, he directed five episodes of Sequest. He also directed episodes of Charmed, Dawson's Creek and The Commission and produced 13 episodes. The series has been released on DVD in limited quantities in various regions. The Region 1 Market, Season 1, was released December 26, 2005. Season 2, January the 1st, 2008. No Season 3 release. The Region 2 Market, that's UK and Europe. Season 1, November the 20th, 2006. And Season 2, March the 31st, 2008. Again, no Season 3. Mm. The Region 4 Market, now is that Russia or Australasia? Australasia. But 2 and 4 are pretty much interchangeable. Right. Region 4, Season 1, December the 5th, 2006. Season 2, August the 20th, 2008. And they did get Season 3 on DVD, October the 5th, 2011. Right. There have been a few novels on the series. first novel was a novelisation. <laughs> Pilot episode by Diane Duane and Peter Morwood, the renowned Star Trek authors. You know, I think I've read it. Have you? I have a faint memory reading it about 16 years ago. <laughs> I may have it somewhere even. The second novel, Fire Below, was written by Matthew J. Costello. And the third novel, The Ancient, by David Bishkoff. Were those also novelizations? I remember episodes that ring to that theme. I think it said they were standalone. 
again, Wiki is your friend. I've had to, like I say, not being totally familiar with Sequest, I've had to rely on third-party sources, which can be slightly inaccurate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what? That should be Wiki's tagline. Wikipedia can be slightly inaccurate. <laughs> As we said, the series was created by Rockney S.O. Bannon, Yay. who went on to do Farscape and Defiance. He also did Alien Nation and The Triangle. He's produced episodes of The Cult, V and Revolution. The sci-fi genre is really his thing. That was Vapors, our Sequest bonus show. I hope you enjoyed it. Thomas is the Sequest expert amongst us. How would you rate that episode amongst the three seasons? Hmm. He's dead. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? I gotta say, it wasn't that bad an episode, I thought. <laughs> it was rather on par, I would say, with most of the standalone episodes are more scattered than most, but it did go into a little bit of the character development. Some, so it's certainly an episode you'd watch on a if you'd marathon the series, even if you'd watched it before. Yeah, right. Then next week will be another bonus show. As I've said before, they're coming in no particular order. So at the time of recording, I have no idea which it'll be. Me again. It's going to be a dog's breakfast, starring David Hewlett, Kate Hewlett, and Paul McGillian. Plus a number of dog eight friends and family. Oh, and a quick reminder. Please still send us in any feedback you fancy. We're going to be holding it over until we return in the new year with the dog eight episodes. But for now, enjoy the bonus shows. Right then, Thomas. Thank you very much for making the time. It was a pleasure to be here as always. Lovely. Cool. Right then. I'm going to hang up and watch uh, possibly Grim. Okie dokie. Till next time, lads. I've been Mike. I've been me. And I'm me. <laughs> Don't follow Alan's. Uh... <laughs> I've been Thomas. And I've been Thomas. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right. Yeah, have a good one. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Bye-bye.